We're in the middle of Paragimel, where, where the Chayvas uh, Havavis actually recaps, if you remember last week, he recapped the seven. But if you really paid attention, the seven that he recapped in Paragimel are not quite accurate to Perik base. Okay, page 75 in the actual uh, ones. And we'll see what to the Hashvi, because remember we got carried away with the sixth one. Um, we got carried away with the, uh, remember he said that you can't do anything. Last week we got into if you could do anything against HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will, remember? So unfortunately for those that weren't here live, it didn't come out. I had posted it and then it was brought to my attention that it was not, uh, it was not, um, David, are you good? You can hear? Not, oh, I don't think it was on speaker. You hear now? Yeah. Okay, if not, you'll just hang up and there'll be a recording, okay? On the Shul's um, a podcast page. Okay, Vashvi, page 75. And we'll see that this one is not a real repeat. And it's amazing because last time it was in the middle. Now it's the seventh. And once you know all the other rules, he's going to hold you to a new standard. Vashvi, she's bar etzloi. Where it's clear to you, that what? That all phenomenon, all things that happen. You ready for this? This is important. Whether you think means inherently or mikra means incidentally. Yeah? What does that mean? Have a gvul yudua. What does it translate that? Have a, a defined definite limit. Definite limit. Now listen to this. Nothing can be added or taken away. What a Kushbahu created. Not the Kamusai, not in quantity. Echusai is quality. Zmanoi is time. You cannot add when a Kushbahu said minimal. If we really believe this, all the extra stuff that people do and kill themselves for, and they realize that it's really all for naught, again, after regular Heshtadlis, scary. Oh, here's a big one, you ready? If we could, if we could internalize this, if I could want something soon, you could push it off from today until tomorrow, you're wasting your time. And vice versa. Why, why should you put any evidence in? Oh! Because we are going, he's going to explain why should we do a shtadlis in this parak. Okay? But we'll see within normal shtadlis what Hashem wants. But when you start pushing and pulling as if without you it's not going to happen. Now, very good. That's a great question. In the introduction I explained that this parak is going to deal with why do a shtadlis at all. Excellent. I'm going to ask you to hold that question. That is the ultimate question in the in this entire shar is the uh, relationship between what shtadlus and betachin. Okay, now umashiyem in advaram ala hefach mizeh. Okay, who nigzar ashekadam bechilas idea things that you thought that what that looks like it's going the opposite of what you thought. Don't think that something happened that there was a curveball. This is what it was supposed to be. Who are nixar shakadam but kilos idea? Ella shalachalak zeris hakoid mice, be idea sabaira, sea boys, ulus sea boys, sea boys. 
I wish we can go ahead and go through everyone should pick one part of their life. That you will realize that this was destined to be and you could have played and played and all the details in the middle were all irrelevant. I'll give you an example. Not that all irrelevant, but at all. The marshal that they use here on the bottom, which is probably one of the greatest, is the story of Vashti. People think it happened in a week. It happened over nine years. And they were all events that one are crazier than the next. I assure you, nobody ever dreamt that after Vashti got killed, the next wife was going to be who? A Bishakov girl. I, I assure you. And nobody thought that Haman's going down and Haman's going to be hung up on the tree. And you might say, oh, Cheshverish was... My friends, when politicians come into power, people are stressing out who's being the next president. Uh, they do this for a year. They listen to debate. Are you joking? Not that you don't have to vote. Let's not lose it. A voting is part of a shtadlis. But the idea that you're fretting, that we're going to control stuff, it's beyond. Now, so what does that mean? That means, so if they make a, a signature thing to fight against, you know, this should there be a problem? We'll see what this, what's the guideline of a shtadlis. But at the end of the day, this idea that we control the world, I'm going to say it like a little, the concept that's called never again. It's a secular concept. Yeah, we're going to ensure there'll never be another Holocaust again. With Hashem's help, there'll never be another Holocaust again. That declaration, never again. And you listen to the way the secular people are talking. We will make sure that this will not... Again, we're going to make sure. We're going to sit and learn. We're going to adopt. We're going to do Ratz and Hashem. There's a way to make sure. And not a way to make sure. There's a way to impress. The idea of never again. And I've heard from people, even from people of Yamakas. You know why this happened? Because we went down, we didn't fight back. It's true. But people don't understand today, why didn't people fight back now? This mamash doesn't... There's mamash impossible to You watch... No. That's uh, some cases, yeah, some cases not. But there was uh, times there were three soldiers guarding like 10,000 people. If you look at the Teichach, the Teichach says clearly, there'll be a few people changing, you're going to become subdued. The Abish to me, there certain times, nah, there was the Warsaw the war, so uprising, there were certain times that they tried and it didn't work. But there were times where, where, where people look back and they say, we should have, we, 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 it couldn't have helped. This is how Kosh Baruch Hu did it. So like, the idea is that we'll change our plan never again. We don't talk that way. We say we daven never again. I want to be clear, like the idea that something's in our control, of course it'll never be again. But because, not because we can declare. It's important how we talk about things. You, know, you have to speak about things like a yid. We, we, we pray and we hope, again, I don't expect this from people not religious, but I'm, I'm talking to us when you hear it, it has to hurt your ears. We, we're coming in, yeah, we, of course, we, we're diving never again. We, we learn, people get broken this week, you know, in a situation where 24 soldiers died in one day. Why would I go to do such a thing? I'm going to say it like it is, and I'm going to have to talk about it more over Shabbos. Because three a day became known. Only three soldiers a day, man. You know how old these people were? They're in the 30s. You know how many generations of Avelos that is? Three. That means there's children, spouse, siblings, and parents. 24 families times three generations. You know what you're talking about? What a chedek of Kali's father this is? I don't know. Like, what, what, what? Come on. Again, it's not the conversation tonight. We could have, we should have, again. As Yidin, we have to look into ourselves. Are we stopping to down? Have we lost? I, I cried last Shabbos. That's not the same anymore. We're doing lip service. And there's captives. Who thinks about them anymore? 
24 soldiers didn't come because we did this and because we did that. I have to think like Yidin. And unfortunately, the news kills us. I'm just, I'm just saying that the, the news is really uh, steered to all this because the, the news will tell you why October 7th happened. If anyone has a, a third of a brain in their head, they know that October 7th was Shalev. You take the, the most, the country that has hands down the greatest intelligence. It's not even a machlekes. No one argues, right? Israeli intelligence? Beyond. The whole world gets intelligence from that. What happened? What hours? It was a clear Hester Ponim from Kosh Baruch. I'm not why we spoke about this last Shabbos. It's, it's not, everyone has to think. I'm not, by, by, whenever I share ideas, I'm not here to tell you why. I'm here to ask you to think about things. Don't just sit and listen to the news. Which Baruch Hashem, here we're busy people. We don't sit and spend our day with the news. But people do. And it's a stereotype, basic emuna. Listen to what the Chavis of says. He says, everything that was decreed, which means October 7th was decreed. Don't think. You know what the sign is really going to be? Mr. Hashem, this war is going to end Bakara because we're going to continue to die with Hashem's help. And there'll be investigations. It's really, in my understanding, it's also to follow these investigations. Because what are these investigations going to say? Ooh, General Yutz. And it didn't work out with General Who and General... Uh, if they would have connected that email... I understand. There was those emails that were ignored. But what would I mean them? That Kajbar will bring it about through people that deserve to get fired. Of course they should get fired. Again, it doesn't mean there's no world, there's no responsibility. You can't... But at the end of the day, for us, Mamina, there's no way to think that if someone would have done something. By the Moran disaster. You know there was one person that was guilty for all those 45 deaths? You know the story there? What happened? What happened by the Moran disaster? I was a Moran This worked for all these years. What happened? There was a policeman who, unfortunately, didn't have Seichel. He decided to let through uh, things. He went and he stopped. He stopped people and let through um, whatever it was, food or some dignitary they wanted to go through. He stopped people that were pushing on one another. It was one, one man was guilty of this. Oh, they fired him, this, and then obviously he, didn't, he was clearly not amazed, but uh, just a lot. Because anyone would have helped that. that, that he says, you don't have this throngs of people, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people. You don't stop. Just keep it going. What happened? Because took someone's brain but oh, oh, if not, if it would have been a different cop, no one, it would have been the same outcome. <laughs> yes, I'm just trying to say that, unfortunately, you have to, this is what he says, if you can internalize this, that nothing happens without Yad Hashem, and if it happens, of course, because Baruch has a natural way that this goes. You're going to go ahead and what? Okay. Now, in, this is really how he explains it most beautifully in the next paragraph. Okay. They label this cause and effect, but it's much deeper than the cause and effect. You see the next paragraph? Yeah? Okay, listen to this. This is such an important paragraph. You don't understand in Yana how events take place. You'll think, okay, on page 77, you might think that what? You might think that the occurring what? Is producing the changes. You're going to think that what? There's things that made things change. He says that you're going to think that the reason why a certain change was put into place is why? Because of a certain power. He says you will see there is no power strong enough to make changes. And it's obvious that there's a power behind it. And he brings a fascinating example of a wheat kernel. Okay? 
Could you explain me how a single wheat kernel could produce an entire world of wheat? A single could go ahead and plant 300 ears of grain. Now, and each shibolus has how much? Shloishim gargarim has what? 30 kernels. And therefore, what's going to happen next? You can have one kernel produce tens of thousands of grain. I can I ask you a question? How does one grain have in it to produce tens of thousands of kernels? Does it make any sense to you? Now, obviously, you're already watching the world, so it makes sense. It makes no sense. He said, I love my kernel. Can anyone be so... He doesn't use the word stupid because the Chavis Ababas is very, very nice. He, could, he says, can anyone fail? Could you like uh, be so oblivious? Like Russian, uh, right? Nelam? Do you really believe that one grain could produce 10,000 grains? Is it physically possible to fathom that a grain in itself could produce that much grain? It's a matryoshka doll. Oh, yeah, it's a no. It's impossible, right? So what happened here? Obviously, my friends, it has to be that what? There is a power in it that is not in itself. Am I clear? I want to repeat what he just said. He said, don't believe that the thing itself could make changes because the thing itself is not powerful. And then he gives other examples. He says, the formation of man and other living creatures from a droplet of semen. Is it possible for a person, we become insensitive to it, desensitized the word. Could you imagine that a drop of zera can produce a, a person who could go on to produce and produce? It's not to be understood. You can't say it's within the power of the zera. You need to say that there's something that tells this drop of zera or something that tells this uh, weak kernel what? Go! Propel! Still remember, when my, after my wife had the first child, turned to my wife, I said, every atheist must be childless. Ask him, I don't believe there's something that there's an atheist that had children ever. He watched the whole nine months. You have a, 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 a Bria living in a Bria that can live. The second it comes out, I go, what? We become like, this is normal. This is not normal. But anyway, the atheist must, the, the atheist must, must be, you think, now, Ukumai came, Havais had dog a goblin baits that dog in Katnusa. Does anyone know what fish eggs look like? Yes, okay. Small. It's a rhetorical question. Yeah, very, very small. And it's uh, tiny. And it, it goes ahead and can produce the largest fish. Again, these are just other examples. Okay, and obviously he goes on to say that what? We need to understand that what? That he uses a cause and effect. This is why they, they call this paragraph cause and effect. There's a cause and effect system that Hashem puts in place. If there's a droplet, there'll be a child. If there's a, a, a grain, there'll be... My friends, you can't fall into that, what? That look, that perspective. It's, it's, it. No, as an intellectual, he's not asking for any bigger moon here. So EF think. look at the grain. Is there 3,000 grains in there? Or 10? Yes or no? You're going to tell me today that Akash Baruch went ahead and... You can't, it's not in there. It's only because Akash Baruch said, I am going to make... How about the fact that it goes under the ground, it totally dissolves, becomes rotten, and then... <laughs> I was saying here, Tubishvat. It's hard not to mention something. 
how Rabbi Miller in his books goes on to speak about the fruits. Goes on to explain how you can't crack open a plum or peach because what you put in the ground, what happens? It dissolves. Have you noticed? Know it dissolves in the, in the, in the why, why? Because Baruch, if you think about it, all fruits have a thing that you can't eat them. Apples have this like plastic around that so you don't eat the pits. Because Baruch made, because he wanted there to be fruits in the world, he made the people can't eat the pits. I let people eat the pits. He literally locked the peach pits away from us, the plum pits away, and it goes under the ground. You can't crack it up with a hammer. But you put it under the ground by itself, it opens up. That's for sure normal, right? We're so he literally goes through all these amazing things about the food because he tries to show that because Baruch wants to save the world. He's nervous that people will be such, I'm not to say this word, such gluttons that they never get. Imagine the the, 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 the seeds tasted good of fruit. I'm with you. Look at the grapes. Because Baruch decided to make it and therefore what? No one knows the. If my vart with the sh- my vart the vart that I say over with the uh, what's the order of the shivas aminim uh, with the pits the ones that you take the pit you throw out the pit you do that with that one it's a it's a betalchen vart I can share it with you it's two b'shvat night there's the cover two b'shvat what's the order if you have fruit the five fruits what's the order of the, uh, how you eat it so the first is the first is the uh, the first one the olive is first take it. What's the next one? The date. The next one is? The next one is the grape. The next one is the fig. And the next one is the bimai. What's the shot of that order? Listen to, the, listen to an incredible thing. Listen to an incredible thing. Swap shots. That, it's amazing. It's a, it's a batachan thing. The first thing you start with is? Is the olive. When the olive is a delicious food. You get to the pit, what happens? You're frustrated. Why? It's hard. It gets in the way. That's why they take them out, right? Most olives are pitted. Okay. What happens? When you get to the dates, what happens? When you get to the dates, it's in the way, but what do you do? What, what does everyone do when they get to a date? They eat it, and then they, they suck the, the pit. So it's, it's in the way, but it's not. Olives, dates. The third one is what? A grape. A grape. It's in the way. You don't like it, but what? You eat it. The fig is what? Mixed in with the fruit, the seeds. The last one, the pomegranate, the seeds is the fruit. It's an amazing thought. person comes in life and there's a pit in his life. He's so frustrated. A little longer, he starts going, you know what? There's actually some sweetness to this pit. This, it wasn't so bad. It's mom's so beautiful. Two bishvat patachan word. Comes the grape. And he's like, you know what? I can even eat it. And he eats the, he eats the seeds. And the fig, he's like, this is just as good. And he recognizes with the pomegranate. That pit was the fruit. That thing that you thought was no good, that was the gem. That was what you needed in your life. Isn't that gorgeous? That's how I remember the order. Nice part. So you do the cover to Bishvat on the cover of Shabbatah. Do not, you'll say this over on Shabbos. I've shared it in the past, but maybe not recently. Good, clear. Olives, dates, grapes. Figs, it's mixed in with the fruit. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The five and the all of it, the seed is a different relationship with the pit. Fascinating. One it's mixed in, one it is, one it's separate but sweet. Every, everything in is perfect. Isn't it crazy? It's as if, as Rabbi Greenbaum said, as Rabbi Greenbaum said, it's as if there's a God that runs the world, no? No, but this, the order, always the, what's the intrigue, the order? 
it's here to remind us how many times in life, let's think for a moment, how many times in your life did you get to a pit in your life and you convinced this is the worst day in your life? And then you held on for a couple of years and you're like, this was my sweetness. I only have what I have in life because of that. The pomegranate, Claudius Rolls compared to the pomegranate. Why? We recognize that the pits are the sweetness. The pits are the fruits. Isn't that gorgeous? Anyway, let's just finish up this paragraph. So, so I can understand, talk about microprocesses, like uh, which, which um, um, sperm will mate with which egg. And I can understand on the most important macro level, right. like if Napoleon is going to attack Russia or not going to attack Russia, that Kush Baruch may decide that. Right. Pharaoh will hold the He's saying the things go. that are more... But, but in the middle... So let's see. It's a very good point. So what, 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 what Jeff's pointing out so beautifully is that when it comes to the micro stuff, it's obvious that there's a problem. But it's harder to see when I make a good deal. Why is it not me? Which means Chavis Abbas is using a seed, a seed that you plant. How can, you can't believe that it could produce, you can make 300,000 tons of grain one day out of that one seed. It has to be on a micro level that God's pushing behind it. So he's saying that's very easy to see in a, in a seed going to the ground. But how about when I make, I'm a charismatic guy, I don't know if you know this, I'm a seasoned businessman. How could you see that in my good business deal? Maybe it is me and there's no, that's your question? Well, saying, this is not the proof. We he's proving that I could put in a cause and effect system in the Bria, then what? He's proving that Kashbaru's put in the Bria, in the nature, a cause and effect system that's easy to miss him. But if you really look a little deeper, you'll be see, it's obvious that you can't miss him. That's what he's saying. Yeah, Understand? But, uh, but, but, uh, but, but that. Kashbaru's not determining on the level of the individual what. Okay, so that's uh, you well, getting. possible for that individual okay. to do. Okay, he was just saying something else. I, I, he's never saying uh, you're opening up something that's going to be discussed many okay. times in the safer. Can I just explain all he wants from this from this paragraph? Because you're getting way deeper than he he's building it up. Is that the cause and effect system is in place? But don't be stupid. Say yeah. The reason October seventh happened is because yeah, because the you have to ignore the messages. They did ignore the messages. It's a fact. There were messages sent, but that's not what happened. Why did they ignore the messages? No one's arguing that there's a cause and effect here. But he's saying, even in that case, I use that as a marshal because there's no rational way to explain why it's going to come out in these investigations. They ignored tens of such messages. But that's what I mean, that Hashem has a cause and effect. So General Blank and General... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. And he's, uh, he's going to get fired. And General... How many times in your life did you get, like, Mr. Blank is going to get fired? And he, like, but they're going to get fired because the world deals with cause and effects. If they really had third get glasses, they would say, listen, we we, we, we had too much betachen in our security wall because it's a billion and a half dollars, and we didn't one second think that we need Hashem. Not going to get into that this Rosh Hashanah, this is something I never shared because I don't think everyone's ready to hear this. There was a meeting in the summer regarding Uman. And there was a discussion and uh, about security because of the Ukraine war. And uh, the senior uh, generals in, in Israeli thing said, uh, Oman said they're not going to protect, and they said, listen, we don't need anyone's help with protection, we're good, and someone said, hey, Hashem, and it was, it was an open statement that was said in the Knesset, I heard this from Moshe Wolfson, a disregard that we're okay without Hashem, we haven't been good enough this summer, 
from the Prime Minister himself. I, it's hard for me. I don't like to, but there's a statement said. I heard this from Rabbi Moshe Wolfson. Rabbi Moshe Wolfson is a Yid who's uh, the Rabbin of Munis Yisrael. a Yid who's come out 100 years old. One of Shagha Feibel's Talmidim. Shagha Feibel and Lovich's Talmidim from Tavidas. Adam Galad Maid. And he said he cried when he heard that statement. Someone brought it to his attention. He's like, oh no, that statement's going to cost us. Where the Prime Minister of Israel could say, our, our, our security is good enough. If, you know, someone said, Hashem will watch over them. He's like, even if God decides to forsake them, whatever, we're good. Israelis, well, we have their back. <laughs> Buddy, uh, after October 7th, there were no one speaking like that anymore. Without Hashem. I think we all came to him. Just, again, so all I was bringing out from this paragraph, the Chavis of Lovis is saying, is the cause and effect. I just want to finish this paragraph. So he says, uh, how, much, how many fish come out of these small fish? Now let's just go. Betirdas hanefesh. Okay, now listen, let's finish off with this, um, this quote over here. Okay? He says, people stress out to make things happen quicker or later. You're stressing for naught. Who <laughs> said, success is coming in a half a year. Your panasa is coming in a half a year. Your shidduch is coming in a half a year. But you're an aggressive guy. And you're going to show Hashem that this is happening now. Because I know you plan for half a year. I want it now. Abuisai, it's going to get you a heart attack and nothing else. Because you're going to be stressed out for six months. Tindar's the Hagen, again, Eshtadlis, great. But we're talking about when you're literally trying to maneuver things around. Tindar's the Hagen, Mashiach, Boyz, Boshmer, Laachem, Mashiachim, where you try to make it later, Lahabis, Mashiachim, Lahabis, Mashiachirba. Mekinyane, Oilam, Mebli, Save, Bakim, Amitza, Dazakul, Razio. Oh, where could you add? He says a person could say to him, a person could go ahead and expedite things. If not, then what's the whole point in life? You want, you're not making parnasa. Of course, tefillah could expedite. But he says, So let me just recap this and move on. He's talking about the people that make themselves crazy. There's a concept called the shtadlis. Should a person go, remember my daughter went into Shadokham, I asked the question. There's, what do I do? So I call every, there's a, there's a thousand shakhar miyot. I call all thousand. So no, someone said that. My rabbi said, make one phone call, I think, to the three shakharim. Done. Sit back. He says, nothing will happen from what you did. You'll see. Okay? My daughter shidduch was a mistake. The shakhar, my daughter shidduch, never met my daughter. Never heard of my daughter. She read another girl to this bachar, to my son-in-law. They said no. But the, the person who they read it to said, this is not for my daughter. Maybe it's for a different, maybe it's for this other girl that I know. Shalakha said, okay. She just called us. She didn't know anyone. I made a shtadlis. I tell you, I called. It's hilarious. My, happened, my wife and I should have happened the exact same way. Shalakha never heard of me. Someone called the Shalakha and said, my wife's uncle called my Shalakha and said, I'd like to the Shalami Alpha guide my son-in-law. So he found me and he wanted they called my parents, my parents said no, for whatever reason. Okay? Once they heard that this person wanted, they said, oh, we know their neighbor's my in-laws. Oh, let's, a pair of pants. But it looks like I, a good boy. Called my, she never heard of me. So all the shtadlers we made, because who had his cool way of showing that what? Nothing that I did helped for this, nothing that, specifically like that. Many times, it has to do with business also. You put a shtadlers in so many ways, same thing. People, fundraisers will tell you. Rabbi Beer told me numerous times. He'll put like a lot of effort into fundraisers. He called these people. He gets nothing. And then out of the blue, someone calls him up and gives him a donation. Because Mark wants to show him, I want your effort. But it doesn't have anything to do with you, with, with your thing. 
I've seen that also. People ask me, like, what's the plan? That's a sham. The building, how you raise the money? <laughs> not my problem. And I'm not just saying it. I'm being honest with you. I believe if it's something Kosh Baruch wants, it's going to be taken care of. If it's not, that means Hashem doesn't want it. People now are stressing out. Why would not people ask me, why are you stressed out? Why are you not following the whole lawsuit? I said, what are you going to do? Do you think if I get involved, it's going to be quicker or slower? It's not happening one day faster. I'm being honest. I'm not sure. No one can tell me I've been stressed out about this. Even though it means a lot of things affected because of it. That's it. You can't live like this. What, is it, what did we just see? If you're going to try to be magdim, they said January 11th. That was the date. So they came in, they said that the, the other side, the other issue, they, oh, we push it off. They moved up the date for another six weeks. For no reason. Because well, who knows if for whatever reason, maybe the donor we need is moving to Boston a few weeks later. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you one day why it had to be. I committed to you that one day you are going to understand why we have to wait this year and a half. There's going to be a great story. The donor would not have been here a year and a half. I don't know who's the donor is yet, but whenever he is, what I'm trying to say is I'm not becoming a great about talking because in this is, it's in all the eights besides Batochem. When it's bigger than you, Batochem's the only way to go. I call my brother. Am I going into this? He says, 100%. I said, what about money? He says, that's Hashem's problem. He says, if you're going in this Hashem's mind, he says, do you have any agenda? I said, no, I'm very happy my over here. I'm very happy to leave it here. Makes my life easier. Doesn't work. So again, what, we, what we're walking out with, what's the, he says, the idea that you retired us a nefesh. The last line we just saw, lahagdim, mashaykh, I'm just repeating it. You want to make later what HaKadosh Baruch Hu set a different time. Or la'acher mashaykhdim, or you want to make a later time earlier? Or you want to add to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu said less? Well, I'm just telling you, he says, you're wasting your precious time. It's going to come, it comes from Chalishas HaKara, Vamitas Yidiyasai, Vesichas Mahavan Tevizanaz. And also, you know, we recognize that his management is for the best. You're convinced that you have a better perspective. Tyree Eden. How many people spend their lives fighting with that Baruch? Stop fighting. It's not going to get you anywhere. Understand? Be'ez HaShem Yisbarach. We'll pick up. That's what we'll pick that up and mention next week.